0: Good morning, friends. It is Tuesday, October fourth. You are listening to Moneyball Minute, and my name is Kirk Henderson, and I'm editor in chief of MavsMoneyball.com. Thank you for starting off your day with me. Uh, just a quick reminder, folks. We—I uh, really like it when you guys send me the various Mavs stuff you see around the internet. You know, I troll Twitter, Reddit. All the good, uh, you know, the right spots to look for Maverick stories, but there's so many outlets, so many places. I want to highlight people's work. If you're a content creator, send it my way. I really like reading people's work. It's, uh, you know, and, and sharing it too. It's one of the benefits of having a platform like we have at Mavs Moneyball. Uh, there's a number of pieces I would like to get to to, you know, kind of start off your day right. The first is a piece by one of our new contributors, Brent Brooks who wrote a piece called Finding Flow is Key to a Championship Run for the Dallas Mavericks. He goes on to talk about a a kind of concept in psychology about, um, you know, I'm just going to read it to you, frankly. Quote, the core concept revolves around how much our experience in a given pursuit correlates to the level of skill we possess and the scale of the challenge being faced. Too much skill and not enough challenge? As the heat lowers, we first get relaxed, then downright bored, and finally apathetic. Too much challenge and not enough skill? We first get focused, then stressed, then frantic, then resigned to inevitable defeat. We know these truths innately before we ever hear the concept spelled out explicitly. Once we find these states of being relative to each other, it all feels like long known universal truth of finally finding visual form before our eyes all right guys so (laughs) obviously not a single word about that about basketball but you know brent does a really nice job relating this function back to the team and what the mavericks need to find as a concept this year He breaks it down in terms of how these concepts work within them, what the Mavericks have done, and what the Mavericks he thinks they're going to do. I really like this piece. It's a bit of a long read to start your day. If you missed it, you know we're pumping out you know three, four, five pieces a day over at Mavs Moneyball, and sometimes it's easy to not go to the side at all. And you know I I don't necessarily think people are revved up for basketball quite yet. Again, this is in the show notes, and I really enjoyed this piece. I hope you go give it a listen. Uh, The second is from uh, one of our new. Betting and gambling contributors Sam he wrote about the odds for the Mavericks this year, particularly the MVP odds and the season odds, and also gives kind of his take. Um, We're going to be continuing to cover, uh, you know, uh, gambling from you know different points of view insofar as it relates back to the Mavericks this year. You know, Luca is is kind of the odds-on favorite to win the MVP at the moment, just like he was last year. Uh, Right now, he is at plus 450. Um, obviously these things can return uh, can be different according to books. Um, I got Luca at I want to say plus 500 over the summer and I also got Zion Williamson at plus 6600 a couple of10 dollar of bets I made when I was out in Las Vegas. Uh, the Mavericks at the moment are also uh, plus 1200 to win the Western Conference, which that feels like kind of a fun bet. Um, if, you know, if gambling is obviously risk reward. So there's some elements in this, that, that Sam explains. Um, he wrote probably one of my favorite lines, uh, about, uh, that I've seen in a piece this year, <laughs> he says his advice on, on this, uh, you know, betting the Mavericks to win the Western conference quote, I'm no astrology expert. So I'm never aware of when Mercury is in Gatorade, but the Doncic Booker beef in the playoffs is the heel turn moment. We were all waiting to unlock. We all remember what happened when LeBron turned villain and took his talents to South Beach. Although I do believe Luka is poised for an incredible MVP-like season, I'm never a fan of taking the favorite for future's bets. However, I do believe the Western Conference is wide open, and this Mavs team is built to match up well with their opponent on any given night, so I love the value here at plus 1,200. Just outstanding, Sam. Um... Glad you wrote this for us. Uh, go check that out. There's more. There's more on the piece. I didn't. Re- you know, these 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 pieces are obviously quite lengthy. I'm just grabbing little snippets here and there. Um, the third thing I would like to draw your attention to is one of the fun parts about preseason is I give our guys the ability to write about more than just the Mavericks. I know we're a Ma- Mavericks fan blog and we want to be focused on the Mavericks, but with Dallas kind of finally in you know contention, fringe contention, whatever you want to call it. This is the fun time of year where you can actually look at other teams and do some, you know, compare and contrast. Uh, Xavier starts us off by looking at the Pelicans, and he thinks that they're going to make some noise in the Western Conference, though he breaks down, you know, what works with their team, what doesn't, where there's potential pitfalls. Like I mentioned earlier, they do have Zion Williamson, so that's... They're you know, when when Zion plays, they are good. Uh there's really no other way around it. They just don't have a lot of shooting. Anyway, it's a great piece from Xavier. Uh I recommend going and checking it out. Again, these are all in the show notes. Um then last, there's there's two pieces in a row I want to talk to you Related to the same person uh, I wrote a preview Or basically a, a player preview of Josh Green's season And then so did Dalton Trigg over at DallasBasketball.com um, As you all know, Dalton used to be a contributor with us He's one of my good friends We go on shows together, talk to Dalton all day long Dalton is the eternal optimist I'm a bit of a shit um, But I wrote a, uh, My column is entitled Josh Green is a Basketball Rorschach Test And... You see, I, I'm just firmly of the opinion that you see in green what you want to see in green. Uh, he has had a really nice preseason so far, limited opportunity for us to judge. We have a fan jam open practice and then the practice on NBA uh, TV where he looked good. There is no other way around this. Like even as somebody who has been questioning his ability to really be a uh, an NBA level player at this point in his career, I feel fairly good about what I've seen so far. Um, but this is the year that he has to show it. The Mavericks need depth. Uh, with Jalen Brunson walking, there's just an element of of role for him, even if it's not the same role as Brunson. Minutes have to be soaked up. Ball handling has to occur. I've always, you know, kind of been questioning the the role they've had Green in, which was really a three and D guy. I, I think Green is a more dynamic. Uh, than that in that he's just unorthodox he's fast he's strong he's new to basketball he's you know relatively speaking than a lot of the teams so he just sees things a little bit differently and so far in these two things we've seen on tv he looks really good how that translates to actual nba basketball well we're going to find out about it tomorrow night when uh, the mavericks play their first preseason game so i've linked to both my uh my preview and then dalton's preview uh, Dalton, love me some Dalton. He's just feeling very, very bullish on him. He notes like the Mavericks record whenever green plays a lot of minutes saying quote, green scored double digit points, eight times last season and the Mavericks were seven and one in those eight games. Dallas was 14 and two when green scored at least eight points, his perform, his best performance came in back to back January games where he scored a career high 17 points against the Rockets. And then another career high, 18 points, two days later against the Chicago bulls. Long story short, good things happen when Green scores the ball, and the Mavericks will hope to get that more consistently this season. End quote. I I tend to agree with, with Dalton in that respect. I wrote in my piece about how really what the Dallas needs is just more from Green. His statistical con- contributions last year when he played 15 minutes a game were really non-existent, like four points, two rebounds, partial and assist. He just needs to do more. He needs to be more proactive and contribute that way. So I'm looking forward to seeing what the Mavericks were able to do with him. Um, the last two pieces are also DallasBasketball.com pieces, one by Dalton and one by Grant Afseth, and they were both focused on Spencer Dinwiddie. Dalton wrote kind of a, a you know really bullish preview on what – Dinwiddie can bring off the bench, I'm sorry, can bring now that he's no longer on the bench. And then Grant builds a story around uh, Dinwiddie, you know, returning and and um, basically being a starter. And, and you know, he used, Grant uses a quote from Dinwiddie, quote, last year was a rehab year. I got cleared to play from ACL in five months, and I think the first game was eight or seven months away from surgery. Now we're 20 months outside of that. If you ask anybody that's been through any major injury to even be able to come back that quickly is definitely a testament to the work. But it's just completely different being almost two years removed. Dinwiddie is right. Um, I'm always a little skeptical about whether a guy can find a way back to playing. You know, he played some of his best basketball with the Mavericks in those 25 games of regular season. Whether he can do that again, you know. I, I think it's a little much to expect him to shoot 41% from three, but I think if he can shoot in the mid-30s above his career average, if he can just do some of the things that the Mavericks need as a ball handler position, it's going to be a big deal. Um, I'm really looking forward to seeing Spencer he play. All right, guys, this is it uh, for me right now. Please stop by MavsMoneyBall.com. We have a ton of stuff up, um, and I'm looking forward to seeing what you think about it. Please uh, you know, join our site, comment on those sorts of things, you know, send me notes. I read just about every DM I get, email I get, and try to respond as much as possible. Again, send me work that you see, you know, YouTube, uh, podcasts, all sorts of stuff. I really like seeing what else is being said about the Dallas Mavericks. Um, there was, you know, there. I just realized this now that I'm almost done recording, but Kevin O'Connor had a piece uh, up on The Ringer today that I'm going to link to that talks about Christian Wood, but being an x-factor and it was just another really good piece i mean i think people are trying to reconcile the west being very very good with how good the mavericks are capable of being Um, because a lot of people i think are, are sort of down on the mavericks being a western conference finals team again which is understandable but i think at the moment everyone is also understanding that the mavericks are capable of winning a lot of basketball games if things break right All right, folks, been a great way to start my Tuesday morning. I hope to talk to you out there on the internet, and we will be back either tomorrow or maybe not until tomorrow night after the uh, first preseason game for the Dallas Mavericks. Everybody talk to you soon, and have a great Tuesday.